Visit my fabulous sponsor, Ka Gold Jewelry, link in the description below. Hello, fabulous friends, fans, and superstars. Welcome to your horoscope for the week of October 6, 2019. I am your astrologer, Nadia Shaw. Thank you for being here. What an amazing week it is. We have an active and fabulous sky playing out for us right now. And the big energy this week that I'm seeing playing out has to do with the Uranus. As we start the week, it will be Mercury standing across the sky from Uranus. As we end the week, Venus is standing across the sky from Uranus. And both of these planets, Mercury and Venus, are moving through the sign of Scorpio. Now, Scorpio energy is thought to be one of the detective, right? It is one that likes to explore the mysteries, whether those are uh, spiritual mysteries, whether those are emotional mysteries, or of course, in real life, the desire to really delve in deep and to understand at a core level what is really going on. And a lot of times that process and understanding what's really going on can be very hidden. It can be very private, even to ourselves. Well, Uranus is all about awareness. It is in stark contrast to what we consider scorpion energy in that it is about clarity. It is about the instant recognition and seeing things uh, in a way very different than we had before, even if it's the same thing that's been there all along. Now, it is, of course, on a more mundane level in our own individual journeys, with Mercury standing across the sky from Uranus as we start this week, it becomes very possible for what is called the Freudian slip. And what that is, is when we don't realize what it is that we're saying, we allow something to blurt out or we just say it without thinking. And it is on reflection that we realize how revealing it actually was. And sometimes we may not even realize that we had been revealing it, maybe revealing to others more than to ourselves. And it is also under this energy that we can have uh, truly unexpected interactions with other people. This is two planets standing across the sky from each other, which will often play out in the context of our one-on-one -on -one interactions um, and also connections with others. Our partnerships as well may get another look and we may find that the people we are connected with, especially where those connections are especially profound as we see with Scorpion energy, it can be those very people that surprise us most under a sky like this. Now, it is going to be right around Monday that Venus changes signs, moves into the sign of Scorpio before ending the week standing across from Uranus. Now, that is energy of awareness, yes, unpredictability, but then we're looking at matters of heart. Now, here's the thing. Venus in the sign of Scorpio uh, doesn't really operate at its highest, most best, okay? Scorpio is a sign whose traditional ruler is Mars. And to the ancients, Venus and Mars sort of stood at contrast to each other. And so as Venus moves through the sign of Scorpio, she brings out parts of herself that maybe are not as laid back, okay? Think about people that you know who might have Venus in the sign of Scorpio. If you are someone who does look at and explore charts, then you may have seen people who take, you know, love really seriously or really want to 
understand what's going on and what did that mean and there was this little look and yeah that person was saying this but then they looked to the side a little bit and I thought maybe they actually were thinking about this or that person like when you hear that there may be some uh, Venus and Scorpio energy playing out in that person's chart and so we think about how Venus when she is at her best she's very trusting she's laid back she lets good things show up for her but then Venus in Scorpio wants to question, wants to look at what is really going on. And so it isn't enough to just lay back, but there's still an active principle that is involved in what otherwise is considered a receptive symbol. And so we have got Venus standing across the sky from Uranus. Again, this idea of mysteries being illuminated, clarity coming in. Whenever it is that Venus does speak with Uranus, it does indicate romantic surprises. However, when it is that Venus is across the sky from Uranus, um, it really can go either way. It can be a romantic surprise that delights, that inspires, that moves us, that uh, brings great happiness in an instant. But it can also be a romantic surprise that at first has us feeling a little bit unsure, a little bit uncomfortable. Uh, we may have some mixed feelings with what it is that does show up for us. The great thing is, of course, is that the potential is here to look at what is from a different angle, to look at our own desires, to look at our own attractions to others, but also what it is that we are attracting into our own life and how it is that that may be revealing something about where we are in matters of love, where we are in matters of heart and to get to that truth. And I also think that very often the truth can be very inspiring. The truth can be very motivating if we are willing to see it from that lens. At the very least, there are going to be some people out there with this opposition of Venus uh, to, this, to the planet Uranus um, that will have some really interesting stories to tell, okay? And so that can be really fun, uh, a fun way to engage this energy, to know that just about anything is possible. And just because it happens doesn't mean it has to mean anything in the bigger picture, but uh, it can make for a memorable moment. I do think that this week is filled with allusions and indications in very powerful ways. This week is going to provide a foreshadowing of what is to come. And that is because it will be Mercury and Venus both as they stand across the sky from Uranus they will be simultaneously activating the new moon point that takes place at the end of the month. At the same time, at the very end of this week, it will be Mercury that goes into shadow. So here we are, the very beginning of Mercury retrograde season. Even though Mercury will technically go retrograde within days of that new moon that happens late this month. In fact, Mercury is going to go retrograde on Halloween. Uh, I'll talk about that in just a second. I think that is going to be really profound. But I do think that these indications, the activation of the new moon point, the uh, fact that we have Mercury going into shadow and that Mercury will be going retrograde late this month. All of this does suggest that it's really important to pay attention to what is happening in your life now, because in some ways the universe is going to be setting the stage. It's going to start aligning things uh, in order for us to take full advantage of that new moon energy towards the end of the month. And so 
where is it that perhaps let's say with that new moon that's coming up i spoke about it in the monthly horoscopes you can see those now on youtube but for example if you are uh, an earth sign that new moon that's playing out late in the month is going to play out in terms of your connections with other people it'll play out more socially and so this would be the time when you would get those invitations, when uh, you would be inspired to go to particular places, or this is where you start to take steps so that as you move towards the end of the month, you can in some way be surrounded by people or at least interacting with new people in particular. And it may not necessarily be a conscious thing, right? It may be that you know that you regularly go to a particular event at the end of the month, that can happen. Uh, but this is where you start to put things into into uh, gear and where you start to make those plans and solidify those plans. If it is that, for example, uh, let's say that you are an air sign. Well, for the air signs, this energy uh, with this new moon that is happening at the end of the month is going to play out largely where it comes to work and money and career and so this is where you start hearing of new opportunities and what could be possible for you. Now, again, I spoke all about this in the monthly horoscope and, of course, in the superstar horoscopes as we go along week to week and we dive into uh, all of the aspects that are taking place. But yes, if you want to know how that new moon and in particular what it is that that new moon is going to be indicating for this week, you may want to have a look at the monthly video again. Mercury going into shadow, I think, is really profound um, in the same sign as the new moon, in the same sign, in the sign of Scorpio, that we now have Mercury as we start this week, that early in the week Venus moves into. And what that means is it will be Mercury that is going retro on Halloween if there ever was a time that you just being yourself, answering the door, handing out candies, and someone from the past, someone that you hadn't connected with in a really long time, just shows up. Well, this is the kind of energy that can do just that. And so I do think that there will be many spontaneous reunions for a lot of us out there when we least expect it. And the thing is that whenever it is that a planet goes retrograde, right? I was thinking about this idea of karma. Now, I actually think karma is awesome. Karma is amazing. Karma doesn't have to be something bad. And it's unfortunate that we give it that spin sometimes because actually what karma is, I think, is these moments that we uh, draw into our life that our soul desires, these moments that ultimately can be used to move towards greater love and greater wisdom. And so I do believe, my humble opinion, is that that's what we're here to do. We are here to understand and embody and magnify the energy of love and wisdom as much as we can over the course of a lifetime. And because we are on a human journey, we're never going to be perfect at it. We're never going to do it completely 100% all the time in every single moment. But we are certainly moving in that direction and anything that transpires in our life, we can use it as part of that alignment, as part of that embodiment. And so when I talk about karma and karmic events, they are in their highest sense about aligning us with greater love and greater wisdom. However, in the moment, sometimes karmic events can feel amazing. They can feel rewarding. They can feel happy. They can feel like, yes, this moment, this time has come. 
This interaction, this opportunity, this is what is meant to be for right now. And then, of course, sometimes karma is serving as a mirror to show us where it is that maybe we could have done things better before and how it is now that we can do things differently moving forward. So when it is that a planet is actually changing directions, I feel like uh, some of the karmic awareness around that energy can be especially heightened as well. And with Mercury, it is about mind and understanding. It's about friendship and interactions between peers in particular that can happen. And so I'm giving you a little bit of a heads up now. I'm going to dive into it a lot more once we get there. As you know, I'm always here week to week. Um, and I have been for over 10 years now on YouTube week to week. And so it is going to be uh, once we get there that I'll dive in even more. But I wanted to give you a little bit of a heads up now because on the one hand, this week is foreshadowing not only what's coming up with that new moon, and it's already a Scorpio energy, which can feel significant, which can feel profound. But then you add to it the fact that Mercury will be standing still and officially changing directions on Halloween. Well, this would be a good time to be open and to consider what invitations may be showing up for you for the end of the month. Chances are uh, there will be a real sense of awareness and change and, yes, excitement and meaningfulness that will start to set in at that time. But when we get to the very end of the month, when you look back, you will realize how much was actually put into place this week. That it was this week that, in its own way, as part of the mystery, however subtly or obviously, was actually setting the stage for those truly profound changes to reach us heart, mind, and soul. The other big energy this week happens early in the week as well. Now, this is right around Sunday or Monday, uh, depending on where you are on the planet, that this energy will peak. But we may be feeling it, and some will be feeling it more than others, as we start this week. And that is a connection between the Sun and Saturn that astrologers call a square. Now, this energy in and of itself is one of responsibility, it is one of taking ownership for our happiness. It is also one of sacrifice, of understanding what is worth doing, what work is worth putting our attention and our time into, even if the instant reward isn't there, but to be able to do our best and to surrender the rest with faith that it will work out in the bigger picture. With Saturn, a big part of the lesson with Saturn I found has to do with surrender. Uh, Saturn was the ancient god of time. And when we think about time, right, it's one of those things that we really don't have control over. It's one of those things where once we contemplate time, we realize that there are certain factors outside of us beyond our control that are part of our reality and our lived experience. And Saturn, of course, part of the sacred learning of Saturn includes being able to honor the incarnation, honor the physical realm, is one of the providences of Saturn. With the sun, speaking uh, with Saturn in a conversation of tension, what tends to be indicated here is the will, the self, and what we really want to do. Uh, feeling as if having that match and connect with 
that sense of responsibility, that awareness of limitation and time, well, it can lend itself to motivation when we use this energy. And that's where this energy can be used well. And so what that means is, again, do your best, surrender the rest, realize what it is that you want to manifest and to put in the time to dedicate ourselves to the process that's going to get us there. Squares always ask for action. They are conversations of tension, but they are actually, um, I think, great blessings. In fact, when you look at the charts of people who have achieved something that we admire or something that can be considered success, we often see this type of connection dominating the square. And that is because they propel us into action because we feel as if we've got to get these two parts of us working together because they're not feeling like they are connecting. We actually take the steps we need to do the actions that we need to ensure that we make the most of whatever we are doing, wherever we are and bringing these energies together. So with Saturn having to do with time, having to do with responsibility, it is now with Saturn speaking with the sun in this conversation of tension that a lot of people out there are going to be motivated to manifest, to do something tangible, to do something that allows them to feel connected to an authentic source of self-respect, to allow them to feel more grounded in what is real and where it is that we are not feeling that connection, not feeling that sense of manifesting the way that we want, well, this can motivate us to take those actions that we need to align with that sense of manifestation. But here's the thing. Squares need to be used. They need to be tapped into consciously because if we don't tap into them consciously, what happens is the energy can turn in on itself and this can indicate some stress. I'm so sorry to say that, but it does happen. It can be a part of life. But if you are one of those people who is finding yourself sort of uh, feeling a lot of emotion, feeling tired, feeling stressful, well, you can turn it around. And the way that you turn it around is to get in touch with your core, your center, some truth about yourself, right? Whatever your I am is, right? I am blank, whatever that answer is for you. And you may have 20 of those answers. You may have 50 of those answers because none of us are only one thing. We are all multifaceted, complex people. We have varying desires. And I would even say because of the different roles we play, we also have varying um, identities as well. So where is it that your responsibility and some part of your identity feels like it's not coming together the way that you would like? And now what are you going to do with it? Well, it is this energy that inspires us to back up some sense of self with action to ensure that we are living some truth of how it is we most readily identify. And it is going to be this energy that gives us the opportunity to do that. But I would also add, if it is that as you are starting this week, you're feeling a little stressed and you are doing your best and surrendering the rest and still there's a little bit of an energy there of stress, know that it is just for a moment and it will pass. And at the same time, Self-care goes such a long way. There is an acronym that I truly do believe is the foundation of any spiritual practice, and that is HALT, hungry, angry, lonely, tired. You cannot be aware of love and wisdom playing out in your life, or at least it makes it a whole lot harder <laughs> 
to be aware of your spiritual journey and your learning and you know how it is that you want to embody love and wisdom this can be very lofty if those four basics are not met and those four basics are part of honoring the incarnation but they're also part of honoring that we as human beings have certain social needs as well and so if you're hungry eat right if you're angry what is it that you do to resolve your anger? Well, your Mars in your chart can indicate some of that. But for a lot of people, right, just having people that they can talk to helps. Some people are a little bit more physical. Maybe movement helps, right, whether that's literal or figurative. But whatever your unique answer is, if you're angry, go to that place you need to resolve that anger. If you're lonely, be around other people. And if you're tired, rest. There's nothing like being around somebody who's hungry or who's tired. Uh, you know, people really act differently than when they've had enough rest, when they've had enough food. Um, it is a whole other self that can come forward. And so I think that those are the foundations of any spiritual practice. If you honor those, everything else that you hope to be, that you hope to do, that you hope to uh, have, all of that becomes infinitely easier when we honor these very basics of being a human being. So make sure that those four are met. Make sure you're honoring the acronym of HALT. And as long as you are meeting those four, you'll be able to use this energy and be able to recognize how to use this energy to your advantage that much more. What I love about this week for us, well, look, I am going to say Venus standing across the sky from Uranus. I have absolutely or i actually love that energy and the reason i say that is because i think that in my personal opinion there are not nearly enough surprises in life <laughs> that's what i think and i know that there are some signs out there that may feel like oh what but yeah i actually think that that very often what happens in life is we forget how sacred it is because we go on automatic, because things feel kind of predictable as we move through our day, as we move through our week or our month, as our existence. But really, these moments of surprise, they are part of making us aware how in life anything can happen. And sometimes by anything happening, we end up with really great stories. Sometimes we end up with tremendous happiness even if it's a moment, even if it's fleeting, or if it lasts, we are able to truly revel in the experience of joy as a result of surprise. And I think that this beautiful energy of Venus speaking with this you know, very shocking, surprising, rebellious energy of Uranus can actually have us being kind of impulsive where it comes to matters of heart. And matters of love now where you want to be a little careful with that impulsiveness is if you're looking to make changes on the physical front so in general especially if it's something significant uh, like a cosmetic procedure or uh, a tattoo or something like that Venus in Scorpio if it's something really significant and important it's thought not to be the best time for physical changes of that nature however um, it is this week in particular with Venus standing across Uranus that any changes you make however subtle they may be can go in all kinds of directions so that's something you want to be a little bit mindful of once it is that we move well into next week at the very least we will start having 
the uh, connection between Venus and Saturn. That is actually going to peak not next week, but the week after. But at least that energy starts to kick in, which tends to be a little nicer for changes that you like that last. But if it is that you are uh, looking to make changes on the physical front, looking to you know change your hair color, as I like to do often, uh, or new wardrobe, that desire, as you're starting this week, you may not even be thinking that, but that desire could come up very suddenly, very impulsively, very quickly as well. And if it is that you end up engaging this on some level, your results could go in all kinds of directions. And it may actually end up being some statement of rebellion or independence on your part. But the thing is, what it is that is independence for you and uniquely for you, well, the reason they call it independence is because it is all your own. And if it is that you are willing to be present and to own whatever changes you're feeling inspired to make, to own whatever the outcomes may be, well, chances are you will enjoy the journey. Well, thank you so much for watching. What do you love about this week? Let me know in the comments below. I absolutely love reading you guys. And of course, if you want to know how all this wonderful stuff this week speaks to you and your sign, log on to NadiaShaw.com. Sign up to be one of my superstars. Superstars get expanded exclusive video scopes each and every week, unlimited access to special horoscopes and more. All of this in the superstar space. I look forward to meeting you there. Now, when I started this video, Biggie was sitting behind me. He looked so cute. His face was just looking so cute. And I was like, okay, Biggie, I'm going to sit here so that people can see how cute you are. And then he left. So that's a little sad, but you got to see him at the beginning. That is Biggie Smalls, my very, uh, very dear dog. And I was uh, feeling like this is a blessing. Biggie, peaceful, <laughs> looking romantically, beautifully in the camera. What a blessing it is. So I wanted to share that with you. Now my book, The Body and the Cosmos. Thank you so much to everyone who's ordered an advanced copy they are now off to the printer, okay? So advanced copies and the special package that I was offering, that offer has come to a close. And again, thank you to all the amazing support. Uh, the orders ended up far exceeding what I thought they would. And for that, I am truly so very grateful. Now you can get a copy of this book. Uh, there are actually pre-orders available on Amazon now. Now that is only for the ebook and Amazon is offering it at a discount as well. Now what happens is if you order it, you do the pre-order through uh, Amazon. Basically Amazon takes your order and then the book is going to be the official launch is December 9th. And so what will happen is when December 9th comes, Amazon will then take uh, whatever payment form you gave them. They will charge you. That's entirely with them. And then they will send you the ebook. Now it's only the ebook that is available for pre-sale, even though the hard copy is also going to go on sale on December 9th as well. Uh, that is something that, uh, you know, wait till December 9th. Be on my newsletter. Uh, if you're connected with me on social media, I promise I'll be talking a lot about it. I will let you know as soon as this book goes live on Amazon, but you can pre-order uh, the ebook on Amazon. Now, if you do choose to order the ebook, pre-order the ebook. Like I said, you won't be charged right away. You're not charged until it is that Amazon is ready to send you that book on December 9th. Uh, make sure you forward us the receipt, okay? So just forward us the receipt. If you order this book, um, 
pre-order before December 8, uh, you will, as a free gift, you will get the audio downloads as a download. Uh, all the meditations that are in this book, you'll get them as an audio download led by me. So I'm editing those right now, recording those right now. And so basically this book has like uh, 12 signs, 12 sections. Uh, and in each sign, I talk about the spiritual significance of a particular part of the body. Um, spiritually, physically, I recommend uh, some movements that you might want to do. And then I go into a meditation. And so there's actually meditations. That's actually a significant part of this book is the meditations. And so those meditations are written here. Uh, you can read them and understand them and lead yourself in a meditation if you want. Or if you'd like to hear me guide you in a meditation, that's what those downloads are for. So those downloads will be sold for $19.95, uh, right before Halloween is when they're expected to go on sale. And uh, those who ordered advanced copies are also gonna be getting those downloads as well. But if you pre-order the ebook on Amazon, then before December 9, you have until December 8 to pre-order. And then if you do that on December 9, uh, we will send you a digital download link so that you can get those meditations as well as a free thank you gift. And as I said, Amazon is offering a discount. The ebook is going to sell for $9.95. I think that the hard copy is going to sell for $19.95 once it comes out. And uh, Amazon right now actually has the ebook at a discount, something like $17. 764 I think the last time I checked uh, and so you can have a look at that as well so you get a discount and you get the meditations and you know that you'll be getting the ebooks so thank you and thank you for your love and your support and your trust and your encouragement and all of that it means so much to me thank you for all the people who are really really excited about this book as I am uh, and I'm truly so grateful for it thank you to my friend Andy uh, Andy is someone if you have hung out with me or if you've seen me at astrology conferences and actually Andy was in one of my videos recently um, I actually had an editor for this <laughs> I had an editor I hired somebody who did a really good job I thought but I'm so like vision you know I'm all about like wow what's possible and just letting all the words come out uh, you know kind of like I just think of it like a connection above and, and just coming through and so I um, gave it to my editor and I thought it was done and then I put out the preview the first of uh, preview that I put out and people were like hey there's some typos here look at this look at that and so it was quickly corrected and then I reached out to Andy and I said, Andy, can you help me? Because this is going to printer in like three days and I really need a proofreader here. And so he came through for me in a big way. So big thank you to Andy for that. And so the uh, how different the work looks now, if you've read the preview before and now you read it again and you go, oh, wow, all those typos are fixed. You can uh, send Andy a big burst of gratitude for that. Now, I also have Synchronicity University starting really soon. There's so much coming up. And so the first class that we are going to have coming up this coming Saturday is Jupiter through the signs and houses. So Jupiter in the astrology chart, basically, that's what it is. So we'll be looking at Jupiter. Uh, we have our own uh, Synchronicity University group for people who've signed up for the entire session. And so people were saying that they're interested in knowing about the retrograde. So I'll be sure to include something about that. But we are gonna stay focused on Jupiter in the astrology chart 
in the signs, depending on what sign your Jupiter is in, what house your Jupiter is in, that's what we're going to be going through one at a time. Uh, it is going to be the next session, actually, that I'm hoping to do like planets and aspect to Jupiter. That's my plan. Uh, but for now, because what has been happening, what happened the last session is I tried to pack in so much and the classes are supposed to be two hours and every class ended up going over three hours. And so we're going to be more focused this time. <laughs> we're going to try. I'm going to try to be more focused and uh, focused on Jupiter in your chart. So how does Jupiter speak to you in your natal chart, in your astrology chart? That's going to be the first class coming up this coming Saturday. So you can sign up. Links are in the description below. And if you sign up for the whole session, you do get a discount as well. Again, check out the links in the description below. I think we're going to have a great autumn session. Uh, we are going to be talking about, as I said, the first class is Jupiter. Then we've got two classes on astrological magic. That's, those are the two classes immediately before Halloween. And then we're going to have Pluto in the astrology chart. And then the final class is going to be uh, an introduction to electional astrology, which is sort of an introduction to... Um, uh, astrology of the right moment right picking a moment picking the best day to get married uh the best day to start a business things like that i'll be giving you some basics uh to get you started uh thinking about what it is that electional astrology is and, and really one of the the ways in which astrology has been most utilized by royalty traditionally and especially in ancient times has been uh, for electional purposes has been astrologer helping a person, helping a king or a queen choose the best day to be coronated. And there's actually a really famous story of um, John Dee, who was the uh, astrologer to the Tudors, uh, in particular to Queen Elizabeth I. And he actually chose her coronation date. And uh, that is thought to be one of the more successful uh, British monarchs. So yeah, that's one way that people used astrology. So we'll be looking at that and there'll be lots of practical stuff as well to get you started in that regard. Now events coming up. I'm super, super excited about the events that are coming up. One of the events is happening in Florida and that is going to be January 11th in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I will be speaking in the morning. I am going to have a talk um, called From Earth to air and we are going to talk about the 2020s and what is coming up there and then in the afternoon i'll be doing a workshop and the workshop is on past lives in the astrology chart so that's what we'll be doing as far as learning you can sign up for one or both i will have lots of books on hand and so you can come and i'll sign your book for you and we'll get to hug and we'll take a selfie if you want as well i love it i just love meeting my friends and my fans and my superstars and uh, my students, all of you, uh, I appreciate when it is that you do come out uh, to actually meet me and connect with me in person. So whether you want to come and learn something, whether you want to come for a hug, uh, all of that is really good. Now I'm thinking about, I'm not sure if I'm going to do this, but I'm thinking about maybe coming in uh, to Fort Lauderdale a couple of days early for consultations. And so if it is that you are in the Florida area, you're around Fort Lauderdale, and it is that you would like an in-person consultation, please do use the contact form on my website. Please do reach out to me 
And uh, if it is that that comes together, then yes, I will come a day or two early uh, and make sure that I get to, you know, look at your chart, spend time with you one on one and answer whatever questions you have of your astrology chart. And yes, I'll have copies of my book as well. So I look forward to meeting you in Florida. And of course, there is uh, the wonderful cruise event that I am going to be part of. I've never been on a cruise before, and I've just started learning about it. Like I just downloaded the app, the Royal Caribbean app, to see what it is that I can expect and where my room is going to be and all of that stuff. And it's pretty exciting. I have never done a, tour, a cruise before, so I think it's going to be so much fun. And then you add to it, it's an astrology cruise. It is love, joy, hope, and transformation. Uh, and I think that this is going to be a powerful journey for everyone involved, myself included. Yes, I'll be leading some seminars, but I am also a participant. I'll be right there with all of you learning as we go along. And I look really, I'm just really looking forward to this. I think it's going to be one of those things because I recently saw the power of being out of your comfort zone, being with a group of people. Now, I happen to believe that whomever it is that comes together, uh, that there will be some perfection there, that this will be a group of souls who are karmically called to this moment. And like I said, I think karma can be a beautiful thing, can be a really powerful thing. Sometimes with karma, you learn something that stays with you for the rest of your life, that aligns you with love and wisdom. That is my hope for this journey. And then sometimes with karma, you connect with people and those bonds, uh, you know, feel eternal. They feel like they're meant to last long after that week is over. Now, whatever it is meant to be for each and every participant, I'm going to be walking it with you. And I think that it is also going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> we're going to have a lot of fun together. We're going to learn and we're going to have fun. And thank you so much to everybody who's already signed up. We've got a group of about 60 people so far. Uh, and some of those have signed up through me. And I thank you so much for your trust for those people who have signed up through me. And so it is through me that you can sign up for the uh, seminars. And so there's a seminar fee. I think the seminar fee right now is 200 or 250. It's about that. Uh, you can go to the link in the description below. And there you'll see what the seminar fee is. The longer you wait, the more the seminar fee does go up. And then there is, of course, you having to secure your room uh, and paying the cruise directly. And so we have a travel agent who's taking care of that, who's making sure that all of us end up being sort of in the same area together. And so you can learn all about that. You can get going on that journey uh, by clicking on the link below. And if it is that you feel on a soul level that you are called to this experience, then I truly look forward to meeting you on board. And thank you. I think that's it. Thank you. I wish Biggie was still here. He's gone off into the bedroom now. He's sleeping and I'm sure he's having a great time there. Uh, but I'm just so grateful. I'm grateful to have this moment with you. It truly is such a blessing. Uh, when I stop to think about it, it kind of amazes me uh, how truly uh how truly it is that you are part of my sacred journey and that you see me as, as some small part of your sacred journey all of it it just means so much to me so thank you thank you so much and thank you again for watching it'll be a great week enjoy